recording. There we go. All right. So some technical issues there. Well, FLF episode eight. Uh, tonight it's just John and I. Um, we are currently working on having a back like a backstock of episodes. So there might be a couple of these where it's just me and John, John and Dan, or me and Dan just doing a solo podcast here and there. Um, that's yeah. So if you hear us with an episode that's wrong, that's not my fault. I'm blaming it entirely on Dan, solely because he's not here to defend himself. We'll leave a treasure map to get to the actual real cream of the crop episodes if you want. There you go. So um, tonight we are. So so John unfortunately had to miss out on most of our music conspiracy with Jimbo from the band Blotter. And uh, tonight, he's going to be going over some of the stuff that he wanted to talk about. And so, John, I'm going to go ahead and let you take this, t- take the wheel, man. All right. So, briefly, when I did actually touch down on that episode, we talked about a few things um, that has to do with Hollywood. One of the things that we talked about was uh, Kanye West. Remember that? We yes. Talking about Kanye the great West. Kanye. And... Uh, how there is a supposed tall Kanye and short Kanye because people are claiming that he has been cloned and he is not the same Kanye that we know and love. Um, There was actually another musician slash movie star that's name comes up whenever this topic comes about. Um, Jamie Foxx. You heard about this? You know about this? I know a little bit about it. And I think that, I think that, I think that so what you're getting into about it being cloned, I think it's funny because of their overlap in um was it Gold Digger? Uh, there there isn't they weren't overlapping Gold Digger, huh? They did. Uh, yeah. That was a that was a fun song. I don't remember which Kanye album that was. Um it wasn't varsity, was it? Uh I, graduation, was it graduation? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But anyways, long story short, yeah, so the, the two are connected, um, at least in the past, musically. Who knows if they're actually friends? It's it's hard to say with uh, with celebrities like that. I'm sure one of them paid a bunch of money to be on the track or something like that. But Well, the thing about Jamie Foxx is, is like he's always been known for being a real, a, a real party-goer. Like, he's always at the hottest spots in, um, in Hollywood. I know that... Uh, we talk a lot about P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, or whatever, whatever his name is at the time. Yeah. Um, but he's known for having these these giant parties. And one of, it's a funny story with that is one time Jamie wanted to go to one of these parties and he was filming it. And that was how he actually got his foot in the door and ended up in one of those parties with uh puff daddy but regardless he recently filmed a movie and uh it's funny because the title is uh they clone tyrone but um <laughs> there is <laughs> right <laughs> oh that's amazing <laughs> it's just funny. a coincidence <laughs> right and during the time that they're this this whole thing is coming about um jamie unfortunately was really sick he spent some time in the hospital um they don't know it could have been a stroke there was rumors at one point in time that he wasn't able to see that um he was slightly blinded um well so that's 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 on par with the stroke i i i'm not familiar enough with the situation to know exactly what happened but i do know that just just from what i saw on reddit obviously i'm, I'm not i'm not a big pop culture person uh i mean it sucks the guy had a stroke or whatever fuck you know medical emergency but it, you know he's he's just an entertainer to me i'm not following the guys every every step every moment anyway but stroke is what i heard and stroke you know that that'll mess with your vision it messes up you know one side of your face Usually, if you're lucky, it's the left side and not the right side, from what I understand. But I mean, I know during that time, like everybody had speculations to what was going on with him. Um, of course, his family's like, oh, he's fine. He's out playing pickleball. There's nothing wrong. He's getting healthier by the day. 
there was some sightings um he was seen what is that giant golf place that everybody goes top golf to? yeah they, there was sightings at top golf of him and his you know he was swinging the clubs now there have was, you ever been to one of those uh, i've i've in passing in passing I, okay. yeah my uh my nephew runs one and uh i had the opportunity to go out there and spend the night kind of i kind of got the vip treatment because you know he's he's you know he wasn't he's not the manager but he's one of the like the assistant managers so they hooked us up dude that's a good time man it looks like a good time I mean, that's one of those things that we we, sh- we should get together and have a night where we get to do that it's kind of like semi-close i can't remember do they have um in their go-karts there too or something like that. There's... No, this it, uh, it's dedicated to golf. Um, there is a golf. place out towards uh, the coast that has go karts in a driving range, but no, this place is it's, it's a like a Buffalo Wild Wings kind of like atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like a sports bar, chain restaurant that also has golf clubs. So wow, um, when you say Buffalo Wild Wings of golf, like my mind just goes to all these conclusions. You know what I'm you saying? Should. Like absolutely make assumptions. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm not above judging something without ever doing it exactly right so. um but, oh getting back to the story but uh so there was another instance that uh he was seen outside in hollywood um riding down the the river or the the stream on his yacht or his boat and he was just sitting on the uh, on the bow of it, waving at everybody. And anybody who knows Jamie Foxx, like he's all about his fans. He's all about. He's not the type of person that would leave his fans in the dark and be out playing pickleball and top golf and on the bow of his boat without addressing them. And everybody started drawing all these these conclusions that that wasn't him that they had hired an impersonator to make public appearances. And so, uh, that sounds completely rational. That sounds like a completely rational thing to do. If you have to hit X, Y, and Z and like you just being somewhere is it just generates money. Cause I mean, you know, Jamie Foxx, very talented dude, good looking guy. You know, if he shows up somewhere, there's going to be people following him. I'm, I'm on board with, you know, like if I'm him, absolutely hire a body double. Make me go somewhere. Right. <laughs> Just make it look right. <laughs> now it's it's your the 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 path you're going down where he's a clone. That is that is becoming more and more believable um, as technology advances. They are. Uh... There is like, like, like I said, um, there's been several sightings in public. There was even a sighting where he was out in the Hollywood strip and he returned um, one of his fans purses back to her. He had seen that she had dropped her purse and he swoops in and and hands her purse back as he's, you know, in his limousine door. And smiling, of course, he's smiling. He's giving them all the "I'm okay" hat tips and whatnot. But uh, then he comes on to uh, Twitter. I don't know if it was Twitter or if it was some other. Uh, it may have even been TikTok. There's no. It's one of those platforms, though. And he recorded this video. Where he was like, "Hey, I, I went to hell and back. I've, um, I was fighting this mysterious illness." And in the video, uh, it was analyzed by a nurse that said that you could hear in his voice that at some point in time it sounded like he had been hooked up to a ventilator, and his complexion was really light, but he was smiling. He was giving everybody the okay. He was, he, he's got this little eye trick that he does. He can move one of his eyes independently of the other one. God, that's such a creepy thing. Right. Be able to do that on command, man. We had a, uh, 
that I'll I'll just I'll just skip that story entirely. It's kind of <laughs> <Right>. weird. <laughs> it's funny because his daughter is like his number one, and she can do it too. It's I guess it's a genetic thing. But um, like I was saying, he addressed his fans. He his complexion. He looked like he had fought a battle. He looked sick. Yeah. But it was you know to our knowledge it was it was our jamie fox man it was our hero because you know there's only he's one of a kind he's one of the greatest actors that i've ever known in my lifetime i don't know about you but incredibly hard to have as many talents as he does to be able to act to be able to sing to be able to do comedy and then to be able to host on top of all of that because it's it's fantastic. I mean, the guy, the guy really is like, I mean, he's one of those talents that we need in our society. Just yeah. someone to entertain. I mean, Jesus, I mean, the world sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Having somebody who can, who can kind of take away from that. It's, it's, it's a good thing. And, um, I know, I know I loved him in, uh, the Gerard Butler movie where, uh, Gerard Butler was like a super, like assassin <laughs> right. Jamie Foxx was a lawyer and he was out to hell on revenge or something like that. That was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed that movie. I haven't thought of that one in a long time. Definitely. But I know that uh, recently there has been a few photos that surfaced. And if you know anything about Jamie, um, he had uh, hair implants, right? And a lot of times when you have this, the, the transplants, I'm sorry, transplants, there's scarring that's involved. So he had gotten this tribal tattoo on the back of his neck and everybody knows, you know what I mean? He has this tattoo. Really? Yeah. If you want, you can Google it real quick. But in some of the recent photos. I'm interested to see how it looks blending in with his hair. <laughs> right. And some of the interesting, or I'm sorry, interesting, some of the recent photos, the tattoo is missing. And, you know, and of course it brings all those speculations back up to the surface, like they're cloning people in Hollywood. And it's something that has, has always been like, like we were talking about with Kanye West, how there's a tall Kanye and a short Kanye. And it's always after these actors break into that next echelon of fame. Um, and they, there's like certain things that these actors have to do in order to stay on top. And he damn sure does. Like, he has like a, uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a, he's like, he's like a Sane Tyson. Exactly. <laughs> is, is what that tattoo looks like. But I just don't picture him as being someone that would ever go along with some of these elitist agendas. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that goes on in Hollywood. And you know what I'm saying? I know your take on religion is you don't really have one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But um, for these people that they do believe in these things, I mean, they really believe in it. And I just can't picture him ever going along with these things. You know, you hear about yeah. these, these elite parties. Um, I know there was a, uh, a hotel. I mean, it, was a, it was a high-end hotel that uh, a, a billionaire rented out. I think it was the 22nd floor. I can't remember exactly. Um but I think it was like 50 rooms or something like that. And each one of those rooms had a different uh, sexual uh, theme to the party. Like if you were into, uh, I don't know, give me some examples of some stuff that is wild. <laughs> Just, well, weird sex parties your, billionaires oh, yeah. and hotels. So you, use your imagination. Exactly. You know um, Do you want it? You got it. That sounds, you know. But I know that uh, some of these, some of these billionaires and rich Hollywood elites are into that whole like occult aspect of it and things like that. And like I was saying, I just can't picture Jamie 
ever going along with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it doesn't seem like the you know. It, obviously, we have a very loose grasp of who he is behind closed doors. Um, but you know, I, someone who's attained a certain level of fame, it's hard to say what they're willing to do to keep it. I remember when Dave Chappelle, I believe it was Dave Chappelle, said that he had went to one of those parties and he was like, if you go in the wrong door, you're going to see something that you wish you had never seen. That's Cat Williams. He's talking about a mansion party. It was Cat Williams. Yeah, he was in I, his, it was his green suit. I, I guess he wore that. It's the Pimp Chronicles oh, 1. Yeah, when he had that amazing hairstyle. Oh gosh, that's such, you know, that was, that's one of my, that's one of my top 10. He's my probably top five favorite stand-up yeah. movies. And like it's this. funny because when he when he started going on about this stuff that he had seen, next thing you know, they're just flatlining his career. Well, you know, he, he also had a very he had a very minor drug problem. In that See, that's too. the thing. If you hear him <laughs> if you hear him tell it, all he ever did was smoke weed. Yeah. You know, that's that's I haven't done a lot of research into it, but I do know that there were I, the videos I did see of him, and you know, unfortunately, a lot of you know, we have more exposure to different types of addiction than right. a lot of people. It, it looked like he was on something a little bit harder than just smoking pot. You know, I was thinking about it though, like, what I mean, just just humor me here, like. What if he wasn't and he really did see something crazy? I mean, and then he goes on a tirade trying to convince people like, hey, listen, this is what I've seen. You know, that's the first thing that people are going to say is, man, this guy's nuts. He's on drugs. Well, I think that a comedian has a different avenue than most other artists do. And that they can go to comedy clubs. They can still make a living and they can exactly. still get their message out there. Is it going to be as loud? Probably not. Or actually nowhere near. It's, it's definitely not. I mean, Louis C.K., he's still out making rounds at comedy clubs and he's, you know, he's making, he's doing okay for himself. Sure, he's not, you know, he's not making those comedy central dollars like he was back in the day, but right. he's, still, he's still living, getting by, you know. It's very, very hard to, you know, I'm not, not a big fan of the word cancel culture, but it's very, very hard to get rid of a comedian. My thing is, is whenever these comedians, these movie stars, these even musicians, you know, once they get to that point to where they break into that next level, it seems like they have these breakdowns or suddenly they're crackheads or, you know, and they're, they're flying to Africa or, you know, um, what was it? Mariah Carey. She signs a hundred million dollar contract. And next thing you know, she's taking off her clothes on TRL in the middle of the day in front of school kids. I did not know there was naked Mariah Carey out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's I mean, terrible. Yeah. I mean, like, what is it with that industry that's so sick? You know what I mean? I, obviously, we, I, I'll never know. I'm never going to be a, a celebrity of that magnitude. And if I do, like, I just don't, I don't see myself being able to maintain it and be saying, I know there is a, um, uh, the Pacific, it's a, uh, World War Two, Tom Hank things. It's like, it was like a, uh, a brother show to Band of Brothers. Right. And they do a good job of showing John Bassaloni. He's a Medal of Honor recipient from like uh, Guadalcanal, I believe. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene where he's talking to an actress, and they walk into a restaurant, and they the, the cook staff's like, "Oh, there's hot actress X," and then they go, "Oh crap, that's him," and they go running up and they get his autograph, not hers. And she makes the remark, like, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, do you? And that's the the burden of fame seems like a very real thing. Right. 
And when you, when, cause there, there was a time when like you could just be an actor and if you were going out of your way, you would have to go out of your way and seek out like the magazines, the paparazzi thing, just to make a name for yourself. But nowadays when you hit that level, like a mid tier celebrity, like it's, people are taking pictures of you. You can't go anywhere. You see, you see celebrities like having full fledged meltdowns just because they, they can't go to the fucking store without someone following around taking pictures, you know? And they push them to these points. Like that's the whole, like I couldn't imagine being trolled in real life. Like, yeah, it's one thing on the internet. Somebody gets on your nerves. You can always just block them. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. But in real life, like they, they push these people to the point that they're like, violently angry and then when they react to it everybody's got their cell phone to film it yeah and then there's there's different levels of fame too like i know um so right now the 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 the, the it couple is travis kelsey uh yeah hall a hall of fame football player and he's at the He's at the height of his career right now. So he's a pretty famous dude. People know him. And then he starts dating uh, Taylor Swift. And he starts talking about the different level of fame. He's like, he's like, he's just, I don't have any privacy anymore. Right. And that's, you know, like that's, it takes a certain person with the right team of people around them and the right support system to not go insane in that situation. And in, sure, there's absolutely nefarious shit going on like that, but I, man, there, not there all was, of it can be, right? There was a quote by Mike Tyson that I really like, and he's like, he's like, you know, the thing with it to me is, is uh, what, what did he say exactly? He was like, God will give you everything you want just to see how you handle it. Or something it's a like fun, that. That's a fun quote. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun watching Tyson. Like he's he's one of those people I'm actually like proud of, even though I don't know the dude. You know what I mean? I know like, exactly what you mean. He uh, obviously he had the you know on top of the world heavyweight champion of the world fighting like no one's ever seen before, and then you know legal troubles disappears for a while, and then he comes back and he starts doing goofy shit like uh. He had the uh, the tiger in um, oh god, what was that? What was that movie with Zach Galifianakis and Bradley Cooper? Oh, uh, The Hangover. The Hangover. Yeah, he makes his appearance in The Hangover. <laughs> Stu gets a Mike Tyson tattoo in one of them, man. Like that's yeah, Tyson. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's able to come back. And yeah, yeah. have you I've ever seen a that video shows. of him uh, playing with his tiger? I have, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, he's just picking this giant cat up. Like, you know, and the only thing is, it's like, yeah, he's somebody that could handle having a giant Siberian tiger as a pet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, could... the Venn diagram of people who own tigers versus people who should own tigers, <laughs> there's not a lot of intersection in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. And I didn't even know it was that big of a deal until Tiger King came on. Like, like that's that was nuts, man. What a fun time to be alive watching that shit, and then finding out he's selling tigers, <laughs> five grand a pop to just strangers, right? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, but uh, we we went far off topic this time. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> We're both we're both very tired. We're exactly. recording two nights in a row after canceling like three nights in a row. <laughs> so, um, so uh, what was it we were talking about? We were talking about like Jamie Foxx yeah, got cloned. Cloning. He's missing I a mean, tattoo. He went to some weird Hollywood party. Cat Williams isn't doing heroin, you know. Somewhere I believe, in there, I believe that man because you hear Cat Williams talk nowadays and reflect on that whole time in his life. And it's just, I don't know. There's just such an honesty to his voice when he talks. I'm going to send a guest request to Cat Williams. Do it. 
That's just a weird, weird thought I have right here. I'm going to send guest requests. I got to get it out of my head. Uh, I'm going to send guest requests to high level celebrities. See what happens. So they can't. All, I mean, I'm sure they all can all say no, but you don't know. You know. <laughs> I mean, you don't look know. at uh, look at what what was it back in 2007 when uh, that girl from the from the Hunger Games movies took the the Marine to the Marine Ball. Oh, that's yeah. That's, that was a fun one. That was right. that was a weird phase in the Marines. Like they were, I guess they were they were asking random celebrities. And uh, there's there's a great Marine Corps comic. Um, his name is Maximilian, but he does a show. Uh, does a comic strip called uh, mm -hmm. Terminal Lance. And he he does shout out to him. We might I'm gonna send him a request too. <laughs> so. But anyways, back to um, yeah, my, my bad, dude. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um, so I would, <laughs> while I was researching all this cloning and things like that, I came across this really interesting story about um, a mountain in California. It's called Mount Shasta. Have you heard anything about it? Do you know anything about it? Only what you told me in pre-show. To Mount Shasta. Right. I didn't even get into hardly any of the craziness. Like I said, there's there's the valley, the Headless Valley. We talked about it briefly where they find bodies and then 10 miles later they find the heads just shoved into the crevices and the walls of the canyons. But, what a um, terrible way to go, man. <laughs> right? Um, there's a lot of missing 411 action that happens out there Um Lots of people, and this isn't just people going missing, you know what I mean? Like, this is throughout all time. Uh, they're the Indians that uh are in that area, they just they always talk about that place as being a sacred place or a spiritual place, and that supposedly there was a, a flood in the valley, and before that, there were giants. That was something that was always talked about in the native tribes that there was um, a, there was a tribe of man-eating giants. And there was a man who uh, he went out there to he, he was hired to do a dig for gold. I think it was back in 1907. And um, he was like I said, he he was going out there to prospect and he's prospecting for the gold. He's he's searching the, the different areas in the valley and he comes across this cave. And when he goes into the cave, he finds all these rusted um axes and different axes. He found um he found like I believe what they said was what looked like Egyptian artifacts. No, I'm sorry. I'm confusing this with a cave in Arizona. Arizona was where they found the Egyptian artifacts. This man. Yeah, that known... one, that one, that was, that was, that was, that was a weird blip in history, right? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about this dude, uh, 1907. So I just, just before, I don't, I don't want to get too far into this, but I just typed in Mount Shasta, California beheadings. Dude, there's 2021, 2019, 2017. Like, <laughs> that seems like a good place to do that at, man. It's, I'm going to put that firmly on my places not to go list. Right. There's a, a canonical, like, 11 missing persons cases that I believe they've deemed as, like, the creepiest. But there's one missing person case that actually they found the person and that one's even creepier than you can imagine and it kind of fits in with this cloning thing i'm so sorry talking. there was a what that happened there was a missing persons case and it was in 2011 okay and, and they found like the a, person they found the person okay but the thing is is when you go missing yeah a lot of times these missing disappearances they're creepy in their own right and there's a lot of bizarre circumstances. But when you come back and it's even more bizarre 
than the 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 missing person was that vanished into thin air in the first place. That says something about this place. But there was this child. He was, I believe he was five years old. And his father said that one minute he was there, the next minute he wasn't. It's a three-year-old. Three-year-old. That's that's even more impressive. Right. I stand corrected. It was a three-year-old because whenever the child was found in the bushes, he came back and about a week later, he was at his grandma's house. He called her grandma Cappy, but her name was Kathy. Um, and she was just asking questions about when he had went missing. And he was like, well, the other grandma Cappy is scary. And she was like, what are you talking about? I'm the only grandma Cappy. I'm, I'm, your, I'm your grandma. There is no other grandma Cappy. That is fucking creepy. Right. And he was like, no, no, you don't understand. When I went missing, I was taken to this cave and inside was all these old shoes and purses and dusty things. And he was like, there was these two people that looked like robots and they were standing up against the wall and they couldn't move. And inside was another grandma Cappy, but she wasn't like you. She was kind of mean. And she climbed this ladder And when she climbed the ladder, the sunlight sparkled on her and made her sparkle like she was a robot too. And when she came down, she made me lay down on the ground and she felt my tummy. And she told me that I wasn't from the earth, that I came from outer space. And his grandmother was like, what the hell have they been telling this kid? What has he been watching? And... So she calls her, uh, I believe, the, the child's father. And she's like, what have you been letting him watch? What is going on with this kid? And he was like, no, he told me a similar story right after we got home, after he had been missing. But what the kid said is that shortly afterwards, like it, it seemed like what she had done was, it was done at like a, a medical checkup or something like that. But then she told him, hey, if you hide in this bush, then they'll find you. And then next thing you know, the police sergeant shows up and they find the child. And, you know, he ran all the way back with the child in his arms back to Camp Fowler where all this occurred. But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is his grandmother herself it made her think of something that had happened to her because a year before that she had went to camp Fowler and camped as well. And when she was camping, she said that she felt this bite. It felt like a bug bite on the back of her neck and she couldn't remember how she got where she was at. She was outside laying on the ground outside of her tent. She had no idea how she had gotten where she was at or what had happened to her. She didn't even remember going to sleep. That's weird. That sound. That sound. That sounds like anesthesiology or anesthesia. Anesthesia. There you go. Right. A warm, like a sharp, warm feeling, and then go to sleep. You don't even remember going to sleep. Exactly. But the thing is, is like. It was crazy how I I was researching about Jamie Foxx being a clone. You know, that's all fun and games. And then I run across this story, which happened in California. And this was back in 2011. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if there is some sort of cloning facility that is there in California? And, you know, in the past 13 years, technology's only gotten better. They've only been able to perfect the things that they do. Yeah, and cloning cloning is one of those things that, uh, you know, we figured it out not that long, you know, a little while ago. We, we was it Dolly? We figured out Dolly, and granted, it, you know, at the time it was pretty imperfect. You take a cell and, and introduce the mitochondria. Problem is, is you're only going to be you're going to be this problems with having a grown up cell to base your body off of. You don't start off new and continue to grow, right? You're 
you grow, you're young, but you still have physical problems. Um, the memory aspect of it seems like a peculiar side to that. So, and this is, uh, I'm sorry if I'm getting too off topic. So you get cloned, right? You come out and like you wake up and your brain's fresh. Now you have to get flooded with information. Okay, hey, this is who you are. Congratulations, you hit a lot. You hit the lottery, right? Or are you cloned with the same memories? Right. Just a little bit different, right? Like you're a little bit taller, a little bit, you know, a little bit like your skin tone's a little different, hairline's a little off. Well, there's so many different people that like, and I, I always relate it back to performers, musicians, and movie stars because you know they're the only ones that are really in the public eye. But so many times that they they go away in these peculiar situations, like we were talking about earlier, like oh they're a crack addict now, or they're going to prison, or what was it Kodak Black? the rapper he went in and when he came out people didn't recognize him they're like that's not the same person and there was another one there was there's another one that they think was cloned yeah prison does that to you though <laughs> right you come Good out point. you know I, I of the people i know that have been to prison only one of them came out and looked exactly the same I know that there was a country a few years back that said they had successfully cloned a child. And then I never heard anything else about it. Pretty sure that was China. And I'm pretty sure that they didn't actually do that. It was a piece of propaganda. It wasn't China. It was uh clone aid was the name of the company. But um, I think in China, maybe they did an organ. Maybe they grew right. an organ or something like that. I know there was a uh, successful crossbreeding of, um, of, of a, I think it was a chimpanzee and human embryo, but they killed it after two months of it being alive. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they were like, this isn't... Well, I know that in the genetic modification world... What they'll do with some of the gene, like the what, what gene splicing, whatever you want to call it, I don't, I don't know the actual terminology. Like they'll look at a chicken DNA, and then they will modify it in a way that it makes it grow teeth. Because a lot of us, you know, the common ancestors that we come from, you know what I mean. Before our evolutionary tree went this way, our evolutionary tree went that way. Like that chicken in its past had the genes to make teeth. Right. So they can tweak it in a way that the chicken's born with teeth. However, at least what I understand, like the... Um, Are you describing a homunculus? I don't know what that fuck that means, John. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some wits about me, but I don't know big words. So I'm a just going to assume that's offensive. <laughs> a homunculus <laughs> is a... Um, it is a cross between uh, human genes and chicken genes in an egg and it grows a mythological creature i don't know who thought of that but i hope they go to hell somebody who wanted to uh put his sperm in a chicken egg <laughs> that's a fucking weird thing but anyways the uh <laughs> that's what's going on on those billionaire hotel meetings john <laughs> um the uh, yeah, they'll 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 crack the egg before it's born, yeah, because they don't want to have these you know. There's a video around. on YouTube where a guy takes and he injects semen into an egg and supposedly makes a homunculus. Yeah, that that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like a real thing. That sounds like a good thing to like fake. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely cap. But it's it's a it's a funny little video. If you, I'll, I'll send you a link when we get off. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a look at that one, man. Probably not the most appropriate terminology when we're talking about mixing sperm with chicken eggs, though. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, South Korean scientists say they cloned a human cell, and that was in '98. 
And then there's not a whole lot after that. Cult scientists claim first human cloning in 2002. Was that the clone aid one? I'm not actually clicking the articles. Give me so. Here's the paper. It says um, Koreans clone 30 human embryos. Scientists clone human embryos to make stem cells. It's 2013. First clone baby born December 26. Click on that one. It's a Bahamas-based cloning company named CloneAid. Yep, that's it. I immediately don't... I immediately disregard anything that says Bahamas-based. That was the one. You know. Right. I mean, the lady that came on, she looked like she was part of a cult. I almost felt like it was like the Church of Scientology... (laughs) yeah that would that that honestly is is the most believable portion of that that they would be actively seeking to clone somebody and that would that would explain a lot of the celebrities well yeah they're gonna try to clone uh l ron hubbard so that way he can write more uh scriptures aka uh fantasy novels yeah well, well you need at least seven tom cruises at all time (laughs) <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no way as many as many of his own stunts as he's performed he's definitely fallen off an airplane he's definitely like a mixed bag when it comes to characters I love Tom Cruise movies I wish he wasn't a weirdo I, mean, I could support them more I love the uh, Mission Impossible movies man he plays such a great all, all around guy and then, yeah, you know, in his real life, he is a complete lunatic. You have to be fucking crazy to do that shit, man. Like there was a uh, there was a story Henry Clavel told about how he showed up and they were like, they're going to they were doing a halo jump, which is high altitude, low opening. And uh, Tom Cruise is suiting up, and Henry's like, "What are you doing, man?" And he's like, "I'm doing the jump." And Henry, yeah, he's yeah, macho. He's like, "Well, if you're doing the jump, I'm doing the jump." And thank God he fucking didn't, because then he wouldn't have had Superman and the Wicker. So, or the Wicker, the Witcher. There you go. The Wicker Man was Nick Nick Cage. My thing is, he's been married four times, and every one of his wives were the same age when he married them. Yeah. He's a famous person in a cult. Yeah, right. They get to, he, like, he typed in his, like, and they popped out Katie Holmes and, you know, whoever. Why not, dude? You know, I uh, actually I actually heard uh, heard a show today uh, talking about uh, G. Gordon Liddy. He was one of those guys behind uh, Watergate, and uh, he wrote and he wrote. I, I guess a I guess you would describe it as a autobiography to clear his name because you know he'd been running through the ringer for being a fucking spy you know spying on americans <laughs> trying to get a wild time in track. america for sure yeah um but he describes like his first girlfriend wasn't good at math and so he <laughs> broke up with her because he wanted his babies to to be good at math <laughs> so, yeah, people do that man especially if you're caught up in some weird stuff you know <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that was a deal breaker for him. Yeah, so I imagine Tom Cruise. You know, if all he wants to do is dedicate his time to being, you know, fucking physically fit and in all of these movies, you know, you don't have a lot of time. It's Especially if you're running a church too, right? One thing like athleticism is something that you can't fake. You know what I mean? Actors are so great at playing these characters, but. You can't, like, Tom Cruise just, like, he has perfect form when he runs. You know what I'm saying? Like, he... And you can you can work on that, man. Especially when you're dedicating yourself to that kind of thing. I think that, uh, what is it? The one person who is nothing like the characters he plays is uh, Harrelson Ford. They say that he is the clumsiest, least athletic person in the whole world. You well, you know, so Harrison Ford. What I mean, he's a normal dude. He right. was a carpenter. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's just your, your. He's just one of those, what is your average fuck up who got lucky. You know what I mean? 
And granted, you know, he took advantage of it. He worked, worked his ass off when he got the opportunity. But, uh, yeah, him and then uh, John Wayne. John Wayne's famously nothing like John Wayne on TV. He's an actor. Right. Who, who enjoyed drinking entirely too much. and drank his way. He almost drank his way out of his first movie. So... <laughs> One thing I always found fascinating about Harrelson Ford was how many plane crashes he's been in. You know, I've heard that in passing, but I don't actually know anything about that. Oh, it's definitely a, a hilarious read. If you ever get the time, like he definitely like, and it's even like when they, when they went back and they, they started refilming these star Wars movies. I think it was the first day of set. Um, what movie was it? Was it The Force Awakens? He was supposed to walk through a door and he hurt his ankle or something like that, like immediately and had to wear like a special... Oh, yeah. That's that's where I've heard it before. Yeah. yeah for, for, you see, here he is, you know, old man trying to be a hotshot pilot in a movie and he goes and fucks himself up trying to be a hotshot pilot. <laughs> I mean, immediately. I mean, like, he's 90 years old, ain't he? Like, He's up there, dude. I he, he shouldn't be making movies. I cannot believe well, Yeah, right? Like, we lost Bruce Willis at such a young age because of that disease. And that's such a shame because Bruce Willis was definitely one of my favorite actors, too. Yeah, well, he's, you know, there's, he's, there's quality action movies with Bruce Willis. Um, and, yeah, it's a bummer to hear about that. You know, I think... Um, I think that the Razzies gave him like some awards for being the worst actor for one of his last movies. Come to find out, he's got like dementia or some shit. Yeah. And, so I mean, uh, it's pretty good if you you know consider you know he's got some issues, right? He's still able to crank out a movie. I don't know if that's an excuse though. Look at Gary Busey. <laughs> well, Gary Busey's the right kind of crazy man. <laughs> Chris Willis isn't. <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's got a problem, and you know, Gary right. is crazy and has a problem. It's like well, um, that but, motorcycle but, wreck definitely didn't do any justice. Some people have issues, but I've got problems. You know what I mean? Like it, it depends on how you're looking at it. So this is this is just a quick thing. So it says uh, Harrison Ford, who has survived at least three accidents. <laughs> So there's some there that aren't being reported. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't get my ass back in an airplane if I'd been in three crashes. No fucking way. Who keeps letting me fly these damn things? Well, that's, that's the thing. I'm going to suspend it, right? You know, speaking speaking of flying, um, I, heard, I heard an old Bill Burr stand-up comedy routine where he talks about how silly it is these people who get all this money and they start flying helicopters and shit. And cut you to today. Bill Burr is a fa famous for his ability to fly helicopters. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a fun little little thing I came across while scrolling through the internet. Um, yeah, man. So Harrison Ford, he's he shouldn't be acting anymore. He he really shouldn't. He should let it go. They wheeled him out for a Indiana Jones movie recently that I, I wasn't even I I didn't even see it. I love Indiana Jones. Uh, I love the first three movies, the canonical canonical three. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. And then they came out with the Crystal Skull, the Shia LaBeouf movie, which, if that wasn't an Indiana Jones movie, not a bad movie. But because it is an Indiana Jones movie, it fucking sucks. I just like. It hurt my feelings to see that movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it just hurt my feelings the whole time. I was so heartbroken that I just couldn't get past it. They gave it the Jarhead treatment. So Jarhead, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I enjoy Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Oh yeah. Um, he's been in a few really good ones. Uh, so he made he was in Jarhead and one of one of the better military movies about especially especially modern era. Uh, yeah. Persian Gulf era veterans, because um, the movie didn't do a lot. It was all it was this. It was about the stress and methodical nature of being in the military, because that's what most people experience. Not a, like 
2% of people go through combat. You know what I mean? And even, even combat infantrymen don't see combat. Um, and then all the Jarhead movies after it are completely different. <laughs> They're all gung-ho, fucking right. high-paced, like, silly movies. <laughs> and so that's how I think, I think that uh, The Crystal Skull... I think that's what they did to that movie. They they ruined the essence of, of Indiana Jones in that situation, right? And Shia LaBeouf, he's I've enjoyed Shia LaBeouf's movies. I I, I liked him on Even Stevens, and uh, yeah, that one was that was a hit and a miss, man. Um, I think I, I like the Shia LaBeouf story where he was kind of going off the deep end, and then the people were following him. <laughs> And like 4chan used the stars, like a star chart, to find out where his flag was. And they went, oh man, or something. <laughs> they the internet. They they used like the the flight schedules. They figured out it was in Tennessee, and then like they would see an airplane. They would use flight schedules, and finally they like triangulated where this flag was, and they pulled it down. <laughs> They were they were going around honking the horn until the horn showed up. <laughs> Dude, it's the power of the internet. <laughs> right? It can do such great things, but it's there's also people who just want to fuck with things. <laughs> I mean, and it's I know, a force. Well, I know you were you were talking about the rake at one point. Rate maybe I don't remember. Rake, so yeah. It was a yeah something. That I want to do an episode on that, and that's something I think we'll do in the future. Um, Absolutely. Or we would we, we'll talk about. I, th I think we should talk about internet based um, cryptids. I know. I know. Over the next couple of weeks, we've got some true crime stuff that we're going to be doing, and I think one of the the sillier episodes we should mix in one of those. Oh, that sounds good. Because so I'll be honest with you, man. Some of this stuff is fucking depressing. <laughs> right. We need something a little bit better. Like I know, like I was doing research into um, uh, the record companies and like the prison. To, uh, talking about the other music episode, which loosely episode two of that one. Um, dude, I don't. I, I really hate it looking at like. Okay, well, in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> We've really locked up a lot of motherfuckers for drugs. <laughs> and, yeah. And our government was bringing in a very large portion, not all of it, but a lot of the drugs. And it's just, oh, you need a palate cleanser, man. You I really think, do. like, for sure, one of the most heartbreaking things I saw was that man that had just got out of jail for 18 years for marijuana and he gets out and marijuana is legal and he can walk in the store and buy it. And he just was like, he's like the whole life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well, I'm okay with that guy being depressed. I am because that is some progress and you know, it sucks for him, but it's, it's very unfortunate. I, you know, I think the real travesty, behind um, pot becoming legal is that we will not look back on pot dealers the way we look back on moonshiners. Right. And that, that to me is, you know, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, but moonshiners had razzmatazz. You know what razzmatazz? I'm saying? Razzmatazz? No, yeah, they me. did. I mean, anybody that, like, I mean, there was a 50-50 chance either it was going to be the best liquor they ever drank or they were going to go blind. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you know, I, I... So my mom, before she passed, she got real into making moonshine. Oh, that's and, cool. And, uh, like, I remember talking to a few people about, like, about that risk. And these are people who were, like, they talked a big game about like oh i drink moonshine all the time i do this i do that yeah for no reason whatsoever like, there's no reason to you know brag about drinking moonshine other than you know you get it every once in a while right and i remember talking about how, well how are you testing it and it wasn't meant that wasn't like a gotcha question yeah I, that was a legit question because like you got to test it on something 
you gotta test it on yourself you gotta test it on your neighbor you know what i mean <laughs> like, right somebody's gonna they, they just looked baffled I, I, and they either just had no idea you could go blind or they were just <laughs> lying you know what i mean like exactly <laughs> there's a shocked face on their look and i was like man that's one of the few times my mom i think i think my mom was really honest with me she's like you might get blind i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that was also an indicator that i was a raging alcoholic so, uh, good times being young. Ah, oh, man. Well, anyways, I think I think we should just go ahead and wrap this one up, man. Yeah, this was a good <laughs> one. Uh, at least it was a little bit lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't wow. go. Well, you know, we we talked about this before, and um, so I mean, just uh, anyone listening, a little background. So I, John and Dan, they're they're related. They've known each other. They're literally their entire lives, right? Um, I came in through a mutual friend about 16, 17 years ago. And we have been friends ever since. And there was there was a little break in there where we didn't see each other and talk to each other for a long time. And we all needed that. Um, we all had to go out and experience lives in a different way. And coming back from that, you and I haven't had a chance to talk as much as we should. And there there are reasons for that. Um, it's not like we've had any like bad blood or anything. You know what I mean? I, but I do. Yeah. After after what I went through, I needed just a whole year to just unpack all that shit. Because yeah. it's like I went to therapy because I, my mind wasn't right. And then I needed therapy from therapy. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible, man. You worked your way through that shit. And I know like for me, like I needed a hard reset. I right. was I was going to end up I was going to be dead. Yeah. That's the path I was on and it wasn't yeah. just you. No, it wasn't. It was it was all of us, you know. We we lived through the opioid epidemic and we lived through a recession. We lived through a market crash and, and a uh, global outbreak. <laughs> global yeah well yeah yeah you know what i mean but in in our prime in in our days like like i i, I was i was a carpenter i was a painter and then the fucking work stopped you know what i mean and like i couldn't afford to get health care and, and and people like me people like you like dude it was it wasn't it was a perfect environment for terrible decisions and bad things to happen to you in life isn't it funny though, like when you're in dire straits like that, like the more bad things that happen, the farther you plunge into that rabbit hole, it's like you get to the point where you just, it's so dark. You don't think there is a way out. You think that that's just no. the way of life. You don't. And, 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 you know, you, you needed to go the direction you went and I needed to completely remove myself from everyone around me right i don't and, know though because i have a completely different set of ptsd now <laughs> yeah well so, so do i <laughs> so <laughs> you know we sacrificed <laughs> we sacrificed a lot to get through where we were you know <laughs> right. um but that, yeah, that's that's you know our, unfortunately our stories aren't unique yeah there's a lot of us that are out there and that's you know I think that when you and Dan and I sit down and kind of go over, because in the near future, we're going to talk about the direction of the podcast and what to expect going forward. I, you know, I think that we can cover a little bit more of that, but the, um, the, the lumps that we earned, the experience that we have, the wisdom that we have all comes from a place of mistakes. Yeah. And it all comes from being a blue collar person in a world that's rejecting blue collar people. Well, I mean, even the white collars aren't making what they should. Boomers got to go, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Boomers got to go. Things. It's time for them to retire. They are, they have their pensions. They have their social security. They wrecked Just the mar the the housing the market. Out. They they had everything given to them, college, 
you know what I'm saying? And then they they wreck the market for us. They they won't. They just hanging in these jobs that we need to move our lives forward. And they just hanging on. Decided they're gonna wait another ten years to retire, and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna get rid of Social Security." And it's like, "Oh, oh my God!" You know what? Let's not get down this road. Damn it! Yeah. God damn right? it! Oh yeah, they're now that you have it, you you yeah. want to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now that you only have five years left. <laughs> right. It's fucking terrible. Oh man, but yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't even remember where I was going. With this man, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it was good talking to you, John. Yeah, we'll buddy. go back and I'll re-listen to this episode and and enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was good. Good talk, John. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Later.